Well, hi there. I'm Thomas Lamb. I'm CEO of Myriad Uranium Corp. We are a CSE-listed uranium junior. Um, our symbol is M. We're also listed on the OTC. The symbol is MyRuf, M-Y-R-U-F, and on Frankfurt, C3Q. We have two principal projects. The first is in Wyoming. It's called Copper Mountain, but it's uranium. It uh, has seen a huge amount of uh, work in the 1970s, Union Pacific, the big railway, spent upwards of 117 million Canadian advancing the project, drilling 2,000 drill holes, etc. I'll tell you a lot more about that. It's an exciting project. And then as a kicker, we have 1,800 square kilometers in the Timur-Soy Basin, Niger, next to two and more of the world's most important uranium deposits. Um, we're very exciting junior, and uh, we look forward to the world uh, hearing about us and understanding us because we're going to uh, do great things. And, well, uh, Mr. Lamb, how are you, sir? Welcome uh, back. We saw you in November. How's Christmas, New Year's? All good? Yeah, great. Family, friends. Uh, I need to uh, get on an exercise program now, of course, and and uh, <laughs> like the like everybody. <laughs> good man. I, I overdid I like it. your attitude. I like your yeah. attitude towards Christmas. How are you? How are you? I now? am pretty much the same, uh, except I don't okay. have uh, your need to try and get fit. I'm just going to be fast and happy. There we go. Right. <laughs> and talking of happy, what that a great uranium good. market. Pretty nice out there, right? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, we're, we're happy. And and the company is also just, you know, just about to do some, you know, we're, the company is on its way just as uranium is on its way. So we're we're hitting it on the on the half volley here. Perfectly, it's great. Yeah, like I'm. Um, like I think we we spoke in um, November and, and and previously, I think at, at, in Zaba as well. Like your your track record and, and team of your track record in terms of building companies is there. That's why I'm kind of interested. Obviously, uranium is the chosen commodity for you. Um, you said there's a kind of kicker with Niger. Obviously, uh, Niger yeah. government doing their thing at the moment, and people like Global Atomic and uh, GoVX uh, and and the French trying to work out what that actually means every day seems to be a surprise so i think there's some value there at some point but i don't want to focus on that i want to go to the us wyoming you told me a little bit about this project um what have you done with regards to all that that data set that you picked up that you were telling me about in november yeah we, we so we acquired a, unexpectedly a big trove of historic data this is data that almost all of it dates back to the 1970s maybe 1980 a little bit is more recent uh, from some more recent owners and we well, we told everybody. We told you. We told the market that we were going through it and we were going to report on it. I think uh, you know it was a couple months ago we issued a big news release that talked about the historic resource estimates and the exploration targets that were found in the data. These are, these were done by some of the top geologists in uh, North America at the time, late seventies. And I'll just remind everybody that uh, the resource estimates came in at 15 to 30 million pounds. This is just for a combination of a few of the deposits there. And the, uh, I guess, exploration target uh, came in at 63.8 million pounds. And that related to just two out of, at the time, five, and now we think six uranium deposits at the at the property. So these are some big numbers for Wyoming. If you look at the, you know, the, the other projects around in Wyoming, this, this is a lot of uranium. So we have the data. We, we pulled out those historic resource estimates and we reported on them. And then in, since then, we have been going through the rest of the data trying to 
uh, understand it. And uh, we are, what is it, uh, chomping at the bit. Uh, we're very excited to tell everybody about what we found. Um, I, just well, I, bet, I bet you are. It's, 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 yeah. Just very quick, I just want to, sort of, again, just kind of pick up on just a little bit of detail here. So most people, can, when we talk about Wyoming, they talk about ISR, ISL um, uh, projects. You're a little bit different. What are we looking at here? So, okay, well, the nature of the mineralization, it's it's in a mixed type deposit. Uh, uh, you know, th lots of ISR projects are, of course, in sandstone and uh, roll front and with, with impermeable layers, et cetera. We are a mixed. Uh, we have, cra we have great, it's in granite, uh, largely with, with uh, uh, cracks and structures and the uranium runs along those structures, but we have conglomerate, you know, really mixed rock and sandstone. And the uranium is in all three and and other types of rock, uh, so it's a mix. Now that is a strength in that the uranium has really been able to move through, and there's been lots of activity, lots of hydrothermal stuff. What that means for ISR is it's not quite conventional, um, and so it's not clear the you know whether ISR will work. In the 1970s, they were thinking about it. They studied it. The historic documents are optimistic about ISR. They did some testing. Um, so, and they've had a lot, they had lots of hydrogeologists, et cetera, working on the problem. And the reports say optimistic about ISR requires further testing. More recently, including David Miller, one of the world's leading ISR experts, um, who's on our technical committee, more recent experts, David Miller, others are also optimistic about ISR and they've been thinking about it for, for some time. Um, uh, but we need to, we need more, we need to do, do more work to establish that. That's that's okay. coming. Okay, because I, I think you you mentioned me previously. Union Pacific, or rather, um, subsidiary of theirs, um, RMEC. That's right. Rocky Mountain something Energy, Energy Corp, Corp, something like, like that. Yeah. yeah, they they obviously set up um, you know leach pads, etc. So that's what what they were thinking. That's Clearly, right. that's a different kind of cost base to uh, ISR. That's right. Well, so they they weren't ready to. Uh, they hadn't done nearly enough work. At the time, the, the 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 uranium price supported mining it. However, you you know the quickest way you 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 could, whichever way you want. In fact, you could mill it if you want as an intermediate step. And they were they were thinking about doing that as a because it's just how they were doing things in the in the in the the region. So they were going to dig it out, open pit underground, maybe mill it, put it on the leach pad, and, and as you say, they built a leach pad in preparation for for mine, you know starting the mining. Um, uh, but then Three Mile Island hit just then, U uranium price collapsed, et cetera. They had to, they had to halt that. So, yes, uh, they, they were going to do some conventional mining and, and leach. Uh, and they could do that because the, the ore, it turns out, is very highly leachable with 95% uh, could be plus recovery in the leach, and, and you don't need to mill it. Um, so we have that as a sort of a, I mean, we can do that. And with $100 plus uranium prices, uh, you know that it's that, that might work. Well, I would say you don't you don't have the you don't have the price issue anymore. Nope. So here's here's the thing. What I want to say because you're you're small. You've just kind of started out. You've kind of picked up uh, a lot of historic data. You potentially, according to that data, sitting on sixty three million pounds. How do you play this? Because people ex will expect you as an explorer to be going out and raising money, drill, raising money, drill. Uh, and that that's what you got explorers do. Well, how how do you come at this? Because you're sitting on there potentially with, with yeah. a lot of data which says, okay, there's there, there's a resource there, right? Do you go early or do you go and drill and try and work out how big this thing gets? And so what was the play? So um, 
that's that's it. You know, we're, we're we think about that a lot. Uh, what is the what is the right approach? Uh, so we want to bring our resource historic resource estimates current under forty three one hundred one because that provides a nice big boost. Um, and uh, so to do that, we need a lot more historic data. We need the drill logs, the probe logs, etc. Uh, I've been saying in the past that uh, you know if we have enough, we would be very close to having a current estimate. Maybe we just need a little bit of work to confirm uh, the historic work. Going through the data, we 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 do have historic probe and and drill logs, but we don't have enough yet. Uh, so we need more. From what? Well, we're casting around, uh, going through the networks. You know, we call somebody who was the managed some aspect of the work in the 1970s. And they say, hey, I don't have the data, but my friend, uh, you know, I, I haven't talked to for a few years, might have it. And then I call that person and it just keeps going. Um, and uh, we have been finding data uh, and, you know, acquiring it from people. So we get, uh, you know, 100 logs here. Uh, maybe there are a couple hundred in an archive uh, out of 2,000 plus, et cetera. We acquire those. Um, and it's just a bit of a, a hunt. Um, so yeah, some of the people used to work on the project, uh, archives, uh, maybe in some, in some filings. Um, so, yeah, but, but, so how, but how do we, how do we, how do we, I mean, I, this, this, this could turn into an episode of yet, um, of, um, what was it called? The, the curse of Oak Island here. If you're hunting down stuff to try and, you know, find out where the gold is, but they say uranium. You, you 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 just hired someone called Jim Davis. He was involved back in the day with producing a lot of this data. What's he been able to do for you? Oh, it's great. Uh, I mean, he produced a lot of this data, and he knows the area intimately. I'll, I'll just mention we so we have maps that indicate where the the historic holes were drilled, and what some of the most interesting results were. And we have a lot. In fact, we have lots of that. So we know where the the high-grade stuff is, according to the data, and where it could be, because you could maybe link, you, you know, there's a gap, you know, high-grade area, high-grade area, and what's in between, according to the structure, maybe there, you know, it continues. Um, but we don't have the, we don't have the, 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 all the detailed intercept information for that particular hole in a lot of cases. So that's, so we have a lot, uh, but we don't have quite as much uh, as, as we need. Um, Jim so Davis. The process. So tell me about Jim. Yeah, sorry, please. Yeah, well, Jim Davis is helping with that. So he, he, uh, he's very familiar with the data, uh, and you know, it's almost like uh, he he sees it and then he's refreshed. So he's like he's back, right back. Um, he uh, he remembers what they were thinking on the stop date, call it 1980, 1981, what they were about to do. There's high grade over here. Everybody knows that that's the next step. We're going to move the drills over there. Or we're going to start drilling it. And we're so excited because the first few holes came up bases and we just need to keep going. Um, and they couldn't. And the same goes for over there and over, you know, here. And and he, and even more important and interesting is the why and, uh, you know, explaining why uh, they had these ideas. Um, this is also, these, these things are all also largely set out in some memos and uh, for uh, companies that, in fact, Jim consulted to about about our area. What and so those companies really spent time and energy and money, and in particular, Neutron Energy, which is now part of Encore. They own part of our uh, 
license area, project area, and a little bit in the center, mostly in the periphery. And their memos talk about how we have to get this central area and put a blanket over it and maybe do some deals with some of the, the other owners. Um, and then the, the memos talk about what, what they're going to do once they have that. And this is, this is actually Jim Davis and a, and a, and a partner, our colleague consulting to Neutron about exactly what they should be doing and, um, laying it all out for them. And, uh, uh, and they, but Neutron never quite got to it, Fukushima and et cetera. We have these things and they're beautiful. I mean, it's just, we read them. It's, it's kind of the game plan, uh, and, uh, you know, how to bring these resources current, what the exploration plan should be, um, what, what you prioritize and then what else to acquire in the district, which, uh, you know, it's, it's all, uh, pockmarked with historic uranium mines, gold mines, uh, copper mines, et cetera. Jim knows where the, where they are, what, what they contain, uh, most likely. And, uh, very few other people do. So he's helping us with that too. We've got, we've got the data, we have the memos, we have Jim and, uh, all that together. It's great. Okay. But, but what we're going to need to see is we can't rely on, on Jim, uh, nope. as the data source. So given what you've got today, given Jim's input, et cetera, what we can't, I guess, wait around for is the, the, you know, hunt for the data. What we need is something yeah, right. from statement from the company, which says, look, we've had a look. This is what we know today. There are some gaps and here's how we're going to fill in those gaps. I mean, where's, where's that coming? It's been a surprise because we've we've gone into the data, we've, we've been looking to fill gaps, but the data has revealed new things, other things that the world, you know, uh, we didn't even expect. And this is this is brand new information. It's information that is- Good things? Are they good things? Good things. Good okay. things. Not, uh, uh, not contained in these, you know, or we've been referred to in our uh, historic resource, historic uh, exploration target news release of a few months ago. It's like a whole new kind of, I wouldn't say a whole new world, but, uh, uh, yeah. So whereas we were, we went into this hoping just to fill some gaps and then come up with a plan. Uh, now we have discovered new things about our project area and the environs and, uh, especially about right in the heart of our project area, uh, that obviously this company that owned uh, the center of our project area after Rocky Mountain, after Union Pacific, they, I guess there was a spike in the mid nineties in the uranium price. They got some money. They did a whole pile of work. Price dropped. I don't think they reported on it. We haven't found any public information on it. That's all in our data package. And, uh, our geologist, George Fundervault was just in Vancouver for two weeks. Uh, just left yesterday or the day before, and we were reviewing the data intensely, you know, focused, uh, re review over the last, especially 12 days. Um, and this is what's, um, come from this. And I'm, ex I'm excited to tell the world about that. Um, this is the beauty of having a true uranium expert. I mean, he supervised peninsulas, Karoo in, in, in South Africa, among many other things. And he's a true uranium I mean, expert. It's the difference between having me review the data and, and him review the data. And it's, uh, you know, th this is great. So I, I can't wait to tell everybody. Right. What's the timing of that? What's the timing of that? It's a good question. Uh, it probably will take us a few weeks to put together a report on it and then, uh, and then, uh, send out a news release, 
uh, maybe we'll be able to say a few things a bit sooner, but um, at least a few a, couple, a few weeks. Okay. So if I look at, because I, I think what, there's a few things going on on the, on the market. Obviously, spot prices is, is, is rippling through. Um, I think uranium companies are seeing the, the benefit of of that. Not so much as perhaps they they should. I think that, that you know, yeah, there's not a direct correlation between the speed at which price is moving and and, and equities are, are moving yet. Um, but you in the U.S. as a as a, as a well as a, a North American entity, do you, are you seeing a lot of interest from where, where, where's your where's your investment coming from? Is it is it still predominantly Canadian, or are you or are you seeing so? Do you know where the money's coming from? I guess who's buying you? It's been mostly Canadian, uh, actually some right. Europeans, uh, Scandinavians. Uh, okay, you know I think uh, we have fans who who've done deep dives into us, and these are you know smart. Guys, uh, a few women uh, who've done deep dives, and then they contact me. Everybody's and and then they learn about us, and then they tell friends. So these are sort of these little I don't know how you you know like if you graph them, they're a circle of smart friend groups in Scandinavia, Europe, Canada, uh, who are really into us, and it's those those groups and their networks that are. Right. Sort of I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued though because I, and, and with companies with OTC listings, which you have, um, I'm wondering when does the the American retail kind of wake up to this? Certainly, some of the, I guess, what they could say the home team um, products are. So that that would be interesting. Do you know what percentage of your shareholders or, or trading is through OTC? At the moment? I, I don't. I don't really. Although it, it's it, it's just picked up in the last yeah. Few weeks, something's happened. Um, I imagine we've been trading a bunch in the U.S. recently, and I'm not exactly sure why. I, I, I am on WhatsApp and email with some American uh, investors who really love us. Uh, yeah, and I can tell a few of them, especially, are pretty sharp. One's a one's a geologist in California who really knows uranium, and he's he follows us. And 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 so something's happened. The word it has just in the last few weeks gotten out in the U.S. And there's a lot of buying there. I don't I don't understand uh, how. Uh, but we have a plan to tell the U.S. market about our, ourselves too, and yeah. I think that's that's yeah, I, I think that's going to be Wyoming, because because like it, feel, it feels like there's a whole there's a whole bunch of you know um, former producing assets in Wyoming and Mechamico have you know where they got a hundred eighty million dollar bond on on their ISR projects. You've got the peninsulas and the energy energy fields and yeah, a whole whole bunch of things. And it kind of feels like. Uh, potentially, at some point, there's some kind of roll-up exercise. But obviously, first people need to kind of prove their their own worth and what their assets are are like at the moment. Good so, point. Look, yeah. I hear you saying with regards to what you've got. I'm excited about what you're going to say in the next two, two, three weeks in terms of this new stuff coming coming through. Um, you raised some money in um, December. Obviously, you're not burning through a, a, a ton of cash at the moment because you're not drilling. Um, but do you feel that? By not drilling, you are still adding value by looking at this, this data analysis um, process you're going through. Yeah, it's almost perfect um, uh, timing because there's snow on the ground. We can't, uh, you know, it's going to be a month or two before we can get back there anyway. So this is great timing. We've got the data. We're doing this analysis and we're going to deliver some really cool things, uh, you know, now over the next uh, couple months. Uh, and then it's going to be great. We're going to be able to flip into doing work on the ground. Uh advancing the company and uh what we are going to reveal uh, and you know you know in this business you have to make sure you don't overpromise and all this sort of thing it's just so whoever's watching it's 
this is junior it's, mining something's still. coming something's yeah. coming we, we won't we, we won't say what yet um but like we look we look forward to hearing from you when it does i think in, in a market like this you know it's almost like all news is good news but if it can be genuinely good news that really really helps um, move the dial um well, look, Tom, you, I, yes i I, cool. I i just you were just talking about i think alluding to potential m a people everybody's yeah. talking to each other and yeah in this space bankers the companies in in wyoming uh, you know ceos etc um i think roll up is a, is a possibility uh uh it's going to be very active you know you have all the politics in in wyoming and nationally are lining up by, by, on a bipartisan basis you know the money is just starting to pour into wyoming the excitement so that you know there's lots of things that can happen here there's uh you know building the company uh our I invite your viewers to compare our license, uh, our project, known, sort of known, it's historic, 43101, uh, resource and potential against other projects in Wyoming. We have a, historically, we have a very big project, and I, I just think it's going to be tempting to to people, um, uh, you know, companies. It's, so there's, there's lots of ways this could all go, and... Um, and, and I think they're all good. Well, I look forward to hearing from you. Stay in touch. Let us know how you get on, okay? Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, good to see you.